T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The high-low feed to Vooch on the right elbow to Crusoe at the foul line with an up and under with a scoop of the right hand. No, put back by Vooch twice. Got it. And Vooch with 43 is tied his career high. Wow. Yeah, I, I think we've got to try to establish him, you know, Darnell, as much as we can. And, and it's not so much necessarily like trying to get him to score, but establish him in, even when the ball's in his hands because he's a really good facilitator. He doesn't really force a lot of shots. There's times he gets up against the clock, you know, where he's got to force one maybe. But for the most part, he's a really good ball mover. And I think the biggest thing is keeping him in rhythm is just getting the ball in his hands. And that doesn't mean to shoot, but just even to initiate some offensive stuff or getting it to him in an area of the floor where he can either pass it or he can kind of try to go score. You know, and then he got some, you know, got some opportunities, to your point, you know, scoring 12 points in the first quarter. But even if he didn't score, I think it's important that he's engaged in the game for us offensively. That is Billy Donovan talking about Nikola Vucevic. Vuc, who had himself a big, big game last night. Vooch was really, really good. And the Bulls beat a really good team. Beat the Golden State Warriors. Beat Golden State with Klay Thompson. Beat Golden State with Steph Curry. And it was good to see. It was really really nice to see. What does it mean? What can we glean from it? Looking forward to a conversation with Will Perdue in a few minutes here on 670 The Score about that. Um, DeMar DeRozan is going to be coming back, folks. He will have missed three games. And according to Casey Johnson on Twitter, DeMar is planning to return while in Paris. And... A lot of Bulls folks are in Paris as well. Was texting with some different Bulls people today, trying to set up a conversation on this radio show. And most people were on a plane to Paris. Joe Cowley watching a a wide array of television. I believe the White Lotus was on Joe Cowley's list to watch. And KC is there. They've already had a shoot around. Lonzo Ball there as well. Not one to miss 
the uh, trip to Paris, and Lonzo has talked about um, his his knee issues. He said earlier in the day that he does not believe that his knee issues are in any way career-threatening. So that's good news for him if he actually believes that. But at the same time, he's not sure if um, if he's going to be back this year. Ball acknowledged that he's yet to be cleared for cutting or running full speed daily, and he will still need a significant ramp-up period if he gets that clearance without any issue. And with all that said, he's clearly running out of time. So it's possible that Lonzo Ball may never be back during the course of this year. And we'll have to see. You know he wants to play. He said earlier today, I would love to play. I would never count that out. It's a long year. I feel like we're hitting our stride right now. Hopefully I can keep getting better. The team will keep getting better. And our timelines can meet up. But all of that does not sound very optimistic. You get swayed on the Lonzo thing, man. Takes you one way, takes you the other way. You see a video of him jumping, see a video of him dunking, uh, see a video of him on the treadmill, and you're like, oh, look, Lonzo's sharing that. He must be close. Woo, woo, woo. But then he talks like this, and he talks about the ramp up, and he talks about how he'd love to play. I would never count that out, but it all has this, this very, very um, negative connotation. It's interesting. The Bulls have some insurance on his um, contract. He signed a four-year, $80 million contract. And if there is the nightmare scenario of him never playing again, the Bulls have some insurance um, on that, according to Casey Johnson, that amount not quite revealed. So we'll have to see what happens if it ever goes to that way. But you never want it to go to that way. It's just such a bummer, man. Such a bummer, and it, and it tints everything. It absolutely tints 100% of the conversation around the Bulls. It tints it offensively and defensively. Because remember who Lonzo is. Lonzo is that dude that everybody wants to play with at the gym. Lonzo is that dude who pushes the ball like crazy. He's that dude who wants to run, loves to pass, and is not a ball hog. He's, He's a point guard who's not a ball hog. He's a guy who can lead without the ball. Just by the way that he plays, the egalitarian nature with which he plays, how he thinks about it, how he goes about it. It's it, it it's remarkable. It really is. So offensively, he changes everything. They move the ball better. They pass the ball better when he's out there. They run more because there's a confidence and a trust that they're going to be getting the ball. So, yes, he's their best on-the-ball perimeter defender as well. And along with Caruso, creates mayhem in the passing lane and balances out the entire five-pack and balances out the starting lineup. So it's all of that on defense, which you know. But he's also probably their best three-point shooter. So it's just so many different levels with which he affects the game and with which his absence is just absolutely devastating. Devastating. But so it goes. And we've got a great game from uh, Nikola Vucevic last night where he tied his career high with 43. And they were putting the ball through him a bit more. They were running the offense through him 
a bit more. And that's probably the right thing to do, especially in a non-DeMar DeRozan situation. But very disappointed with Zach Levine and his play in these three games without DeMar. And he's still scoring. He's had over 25 points, I think, six straight games. But, man, especially that Wizards game. That game was was inexcusable. I I mean, the thought process there at the end and then him saying that he thought he got fouled and he was going for the end one. When he moved his way, there it is. It's been all show, man. I've been fine. And then there's the voice. Made it so close. So close, man. And, but he, uh, there was a moment where he could do something there at the end of the game and show everybody a little something and just made a horrific decision where math seemed to be an issue. And I don't think anybody will be calling for Zach to get the final shot in a situation where DeMar is around as he uh, as he has been. And again, the news, DeMar DeRozan set to return after missing three games. That's for this Thursday's game in Paris, which you'll hear right here on 670 The Score. That game is at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Central Time. So they have the audacity, or is it the odyssey? They have the odyssey, excuse me, to preempt Parkins and Spiegel. Can you believe that? My God, the nerve. Of the NBA, the nerve of the Chicago Bulls to preempt this fine radio show on Thursday. And yet still we discuss them. And we do so right now as we go to the hotline, the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, to find Will Purdue, our friend Will Purdue from the pre- and post-game show on NBC Sports Chicago. Hello, Will. Welcome in this evening. Hope all is well with you. Oh, Matt, thank you very much. It sounds like that uh, Chuck Swirsky just gave you a left hook and knocked you uh, off the air on Thursday. I mean, doesn't he know how many thoughts I have, Will? Like, I <laughs> I am just bursting with content. I don't know what Thursday's news is yet. I don't know, but I'm sure that my thoughts would be great. No, man, it's cool. It's cool that the Bulls are there in Paris. Um, it, have you, have you, did, did you ever play over there? Did you ever play in Europe or in Mexico City as an NBA player for one of those kind of, you know, one-offs? I, I, I can't remember when they started actually doing them, Will. Yes, I did. I actually played in Mexico City um, when I was with, um, I think, might have gone to Mexico City twice, once with the Bulls and once with uh, San Antonio. But, mm-hmm. um this was also a lot earlier than it is now, but that was kind of in the uh, initial phases of that. The one thing I do remember when we went to Mexico City, they told us, they said, hey, when it gets dark, get back to the hotel. <laughs> and did you follow along with that? Um, I can honestly say I, think, I don't think a, a player from either team left the hotel. <laughs> just, just be nice and safe and do what you do. That that city has evolved. I'm told it's an unbelievable food town, unbelievable cuisine town these days, uh, Mexico City. Well, so if you ever get a chance well, to get back. I've heard, too, and I'm sure things are a lot better because now we have, you know, golfing events down there. We got uh, NASCAR has been going down there periodically. So, you know, my understanding is things have changed dramatically. Yeah, I think that is indeed the case. Will Purdue joining us here on Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. What a great night for Vooch. He had the touch going from long range, and maybe that helped um, with the aggressiveness or the feel inside, but he ties the career high with 43. Did the Bulls um, move the ball through him? Did they play through him more, or was it just a night where he had the touch and the numbers piled up, Will? Well, I think it was a little bit of both, quite honestly. I think it was, A, an adjustment without DeMar DeRozan. Uh, 
B, um, his ability, as you just talked about, to knock down a couple threes. You know, Kendall and I um, kind of talk about, you know, the number of threes he shoots per game. And, and honestly, I know Kendall is like, you know, hey, I want him to shoot three or less. I'm more concerned about the quality of the threes. And I thought that the timing, you know, and a lot of it also has to do with timing. You look at the shot clock. And I know everybody says, hey, man, if he makes it, it's a good three. But sometimes, you know, even when you take a shot, depending on when it is on the shot clock, depending on the situation, you know, with the score of the game, what's been happening, you know, it's, yeah, sometimes you get lucky and it goes in. But I thought the timing of his shots uh, was very good. I thought, you know, how they moved the basketball through him was outstanding. And, you know, listen, I know – People don't like to hear this because the game has changed, but you have to take a team and how it's built. And then you have to ask ask yourself, what is the best way for this team to win? And I've been talking about it. Kendall has been talking about it. Stacy's been talking about boots needs to get touches. But now the question is with DeMar coming back, this, as you just mentioned before, right before I came on, you know, he said he's going to play on Thursday. So does that change the game plan? Because I know Billy even said after the game, we need to get him more touches. He needs to get the basketball because of the fact that he hardly ever takes a bad shot, which I agree with, and he's also a willing passer. And, you know, I, you can't necessarily say that about, you know, every single player, not necessarily just on this team, but in the league. But he's a guy that understands how to win. Boy, so is it is it just a – is it just that big of an ask to have a team play through Vooch when you have two very good perimeter scorers who want the ball and need their touches? I mean, is that something that an NBA coach can get done? Even one with the pedigree and the seeming gravitas of Billy Donovan. Is it that big of a hump to get over in terms of those players and what they need and want? Because it, it seems like if that's the right thing, they should have been trying to do it that way more often. Well, listen, I mean, that's just my opinion, that that's the way, because of how this team is built, they have to win. Because, you know, listen, I don't think the, the offense as a whole, I don't think there's really a problem. You know, we're not asking Vooch to score 43 a night. We're not asking Vooch to score 30 a night. You know, we're not even necessarily asking him to score 20 a night. But what we're asking is is to run the offense through him, meaning, and I'll be very transparent, you're taking the ball out of Zach's hands, you're taking the ball out of DeMar's hands, and you're allowing Boots to make the decisions. But what I think happens, Matt, is is that, you know, Boots kind of alluded to it last night that it, it wasn't so much him, it was the player movement and the ball movement and the ball finding him. And I think everybody that watches the Bulls know that sometimes this team becomes a little stagnant on the offensive end because there's a lot of isolation basketball that happens. Now, when you get in the fourth quarter, things do slow down. That's kind of the way the NBA has now been established. So it is important to have a guy like DeMar, to have a guy like Zach. But the biggest thing I think, Matt, is is these guys have to realize, and you know, we talk about work ethic and we talk about this and we talk about that, but – you know, one of the words I don't think we use a lot is sacrifice. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a little for the good of the team. Mm, it's, uh, it's interesting stuff. What, what went so well last night 
other than uh, uh, other than than the great night for Vooch. Uh, how do you explain the Bulls stepping up to beat a Golden State team with Clay and Steph? Well, I think a lot of it also had to do with Alice Caruso. I mean, you go back and you look at the numbers. You know, just just plain and simple. Let's go plus minus. And when you talk about the best plus minuses for this Bulls team, it's when you know Caruso is on the floor. I mean, you he had the full stat line. He had the steals. He had now what we don't have on the stat line, but the coaches keep his, his deflections. He had a few points. You know, we're not necessarily asking him to score. I mean, he's diving on the floor. You know, he's doing all the little things. Some of it shows up on the stat sheet. Some of it doesn't. But he's one of those guys that, you know, if you just look at the stat sheet, you just think, eh, he's kind of just, you know, an average player. But if you if you watch him play, you truly realize how important he is to this team. But also, let's make sure we give him the credit, credit where credit is due. You know, a guy that we all thought that probably was not going to play much this year was kind of like the odd man out, a guy they tried to trade in the offseason and really couldn't get you know, solid uh, return for is Kobe White. He's really worked on his game. I think his ball handling is much better. His decision-making has improved dramatically. I love his aggression of attacking the rim. But I also think that he's done a better job, kind of like we just mentioned, you know, with Vooch, of identifying the difference between a good shot and a better shot. Will Purdue here with us on 670, the score. Um, do, you, do you think they would dare trade Vooch? I know there's the thought process that he might, you might just leave and, and get nothing. I, I, I feel like I, if my gut says that they're going to play this out, hope they get Lonzo back, hope this team gets hot, hope they are a playoff team this year, and do what they can. Uh, or do you think we might get surprised at the deadline? Well, I've, I mean, it's, <laughs> it literally is like, you know, I, I, I always wonder, you know, you, it's that one thing about you ask somebody what's the secret ingredient in some kind of, you know, whether it's a beer or some kind of food. And they're like, well, if I tell you, I'd have to kill you. I, 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 I think that is the motto coming out of the, the uh, practice facility over there because there's no information that comes out of that building. But that being said, and this is just me playing general manager, if you're going to bring Vooch back, and I don't know, maybe they think they want to bring Vooch back, but at a specific number, not just, hey, we're bringing Vooch back at any number. And maybe they're sitting there saying, hey, we'd like to have him back, but at a specific number that they haven't discussed yet. But if you have any inkling that you might not need him next year or you think you're going in a different direction, I would think you would have to trade him. Mm. And, and try to get something of value because the last thing you do want to happen is like you just said, is have him walk for nothing. Yeah. Because then what did you end up getting out of that trade besides getting rid of a lot of assets? Yeah. <laughs> and now you have nothing left out of that trade. But I truly feel like they should keep Vooch. I think he's still got a lot of left in the tank. I think we saw, you know, a lot of it last night, but you know, I, it's just uh, trying to figure out what those guys are doing. I think you have a better chance of hitting the lottery, quite honestly. You know, I, I, I got to say, like, just in terms of the makeup and the work ethic and what he's willing to do, he, he you know, you ask him to step up and play more interior defense and he has you ask him to be the third option and he has you ask him when somebody's hurt to be the second option and he does like i you know there's there's a lot to like in his flexibility and his potential as a piece like he's not what i look at and say 
he's the problem of the mix in that way, I suppose. Well, a lot of people seem to think he is the problem because a lot of people are aggravated that they made the trade and, you know, Wendell Carter Jr. is playing well. We see what Lowry Markkinen is doing. But, you know, honestly, when those guys were here, they didn't fit. Now, the people that drafted him, they're not here either. The, the people that were constructing the team, the coaching staff, they're not here either. So there's been a lot of changes. And at the time they were here, they just didn't fit. Things didn't go well. Uh, you know, a perfect example is anytime you talk to Lowry Marketing and Casey Johnson has done numerous interviews with him, he constantly says, I was the problem. Huh. I had to look myself in the mirror and I knew I had to make some changes. But that's, that's on him. And he made those changes after being traded. And let's also remember, he wasn't the player that he is right now when he was in Cleveland, because I guarantee you if he was, they wouldn't have included him in that trade. Yeah. But it's after he got traded twice that he realized, holy, I'm, I need to make some changes. Yeah. And he did. And now, look, I mean, he's going to go to his first All-Star game. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But, you know, you, you made the biggest statement of all if – they get Lonzo back because if, I don't know if you saw that uh, interview that they put out yeah. excerpts from today yeah. about there is a, according to him, there is a timeline that if he can't get back by a certain time, then they're going to shut him down because then he doesn't have enough time to get prepared to be able to play. And yeah. that's, that's not what you wanted to hear. No, no, it isn't. The entire tone of that interview and the tone of even the positivity was couched in negativity, if you know what I mean. Like, just hearing it, it was like, ugh. It, uh, it did well, not feel good. You know, I, I, a lot of people got excited because he put the video out of him dunking and, yep. you know, doing some things. But he's even admitted, as has the organization, that those things are still causing discomfort. And according to them, he will not play until those until there's no discomfort whatsoever. Yeah, scary stuff, that's for sure. Um, all right, Will, I got to ask you about this. I don't know if you happen to see it. Um, Shaq tweeted out uh, a painting that somebody had gotten to him, and here's the matchup, okay? The team is Shaq, Larry Bird, Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, okay? That's, yep. that's one starting five. The other starting five is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, and Steph Curry. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good five-on-five right there. Shaq said... Yeah, I I saw that. I saw Shaq said, well, who's going to guard me? (laughs) Yes. But the the thing is, the other nine guys are saying the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that right there... You know, um, that literally, in my opinion, is a toss-up because it's just obviously the team with Giannis and KD and LeBron, they're much more athletic. Yeah. So you're talking about athletic, you know, and that's, that's the thing I always discuss and always talk about the league now. The league has a lot more athletes in it, but they're athletes playing basketball. And I don't want to say that they're not basketball players because they're very good at it. But the league back then was more basketball players than athletes. So it depends on, you know, who can, who can control. If you wanted to put that game together oh. and you play that game when all 10 guys are in their prime, come on. Shaq makes a very good call on that. But I don't think 
Shaq is willing to give Joel Embiid the credit of how good he really is. Seriously, I mean, Embiid with with post moves, I mean, not quite as good as Akeem, but but pretty damn close and can also shoot, so he's drawing Shaq out. And then Giannis is is patrolling the middle and KD's driving and stuff. This would be a damn good game, I think. Yeah, now, here's the thing, and this is what I want to remember people of – Larry Bird, as ugly as he is to watch play, because he's not very athletic at all. You can call him a plotter. You can call him whatever you want. But whenever he made a prediction, it came true. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that people don't know about Larry Bird is that, yeah, he was cocky, but he always, always backed it up. So much so that during the All-Star uh, weekend one year, he walked into the locker room for the three-point contest and said, which one of you suckers are coming in second? <laughs> and then, just to prove his point, he did the whole three-point contest with his sweat jacket on and still won. <laughs> See, I look at this and, I look at this, and I think, Will, that like Jordan and Kobe, both of them would get all caught up in the one-on-one and the hero ball, and they'd be good enough <laughs> to have it matter, but it'd be Larry and Magic who would figure out a way you know, and like there's a timeout early fourth and Larry and Magic are saying, hey, we got to play this way, whether it's go through Shaq or whether it's go through Magic or it's post up on Steph Curry, whatever it is. They, those guys would figure out a way and get it done. No, listen, I know with KD and with with uh, Steph, they're definitely going to stretch the court out. But, you know, listen, I, I keep saying this all the time. I have never and I was very fortunate to play with Michael. But I also played against a lot of good guys throughout my career. I've never played with anybody as competitive as Michael Jordan. And the guy that comes closest to him is the guy that would be on his team and Kobe Bryant. So I think just the competitiveness of those two would probably push that team over the edge. But it would probably be one of those games that you played them 100 by one, you got to win by two, and the final score would probably be 175 to 173. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. And then you got Wennington on one bench and Purdue on the other bench is, is what I'm thinking. <laughs> you, you guys would need to be out there. Yeah, hey, man, it's, it's one of those things. I can get a glass of water like the best of it. <laughs> Will, thanks for the time, man. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk hey, to you can soon. You ask, can you answer one question for me? Of course. Is your partner such a big shot that he doesn't work on holiday? Oh, God, it's such a good question. It's such a good question. I think, I think he doesn't respect the working man is, um, is my thought on it. You know what I mean? He's like, he just signed a new contract for a lot of money. It's an outrageous amount of money. And, and Is he kind of like the, the music acts? You know, when they come into town, they have a long list of demands. And when you guys walk into the studio, yes, you know, there's a, there's a bowl of M&Ms, but it's only red, green, and yellow only. Yes, yes. Um, one time, Mitch Rosen put brown M&Ms in the bowl, slapped across the face, Will. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was too much myself. His, uh, his favorite line, do you know who I am? <laughs> I see the line that I prefer, by the way, is, do you know who I think I am? Do you have any idea who I think I am? Feel free to use that one. Um, <laughs> thanks, Will. You're the best. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. All right, you got it. That's Will Purdue right there. And he couldn't be more right. Tomorrow we're back together. Parkins and Spiegel and Shane and Tanny, all of us. So Will had a question for me. Do you have a question for me? We'll do one last thing. 
to end the show. One last thing. Whatever question you want from me on anything, you can text him. We're not on Twitch today. So text him at 312-644-6767. We'd like to end the show by answering your questions, and that's what we will do. When we come back, though, tell you what. There is a pervasive and crazy theory that actually could affect tonight's NFL game. Want to share it with you next on 670 The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, that's really why I'm here. I'm here to announce, finally, you guys push me to the brink. And, uh, no, I think, you know, I think a lot of it for me is just us going out there to, you know, I love the sport and I love the teammates and, and uh, you know, I want to go do a great job for this team like I always have. So, no retirement in my future. Look, Tom Brady's good. He's the GOAT at quarterback. There's no disputing that. How it happened, how we got here, well, that's part of the question. Told you this is a crazy theory, but it's a pervasive theory. And I know it's pervasive because my stepdaughter, who's a big Cowboys fan, is banking on Giselle Bunchen's witch powers to keep Tom Brady from winning tonight and going 8-0 lifetime against the Cowboys. There's a pervasive theory out there that Giselle Bunchen was responsible for Tom Brady's success, especially as he aged into and beyond 40, and that now that he has abandoned her and abandoned the family, he has no one but himself to count on, and it's not enough. Let me tell you where this comes from. It comes from an article <clears throat> three years ago 
actually four years ago, February of 2019, where Brady revealed some of the pregame rituals. I've learned a lot from my wife over the years. She's about the power of intention. She wills it so much. She puts together a little altar for me that I bring on the road with pictures of my kids. Okay, so that's not weird. Just a little altar. What kind of an altar? And he's got pictures of his kids. Okay, that's no big deal. I have these little special stones and healing stones and protection stones. And she has me wear a necklace and take these drops that she makes and say all these mantras. Okay. It's getting a little more out there, but it, not totally weird. Uh, it's, it's on the line. Brady said, at first I was like, this is kind of crazy. And then about four years ago, it's in 2019, so we're talking about 2015, we were playing the Seahawks, and she said, you better listen to me. This is your year. But these are all the things you're going to have to do to win. I did all those things, and by God, you know it worked. When the Patriots beat the Seahawks 28-24, and uh, Russell Wilson threw the pick. So there, you could say there was some cosmic influence in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just stupidity in play calling, but Br- whatever. Brady became completely on board with all of Giselle's pregame rituals. I stopped questioning her a long time ago. I just shut up and listen. So this is what Giselle was doing for Tom. Helping him build an altar with pictures of his kids, several different stones, healing stones, a special necklace, Take these drops, say a bunch of mantras. So, okay. And so the Patriots won the Super Bowl and they came back from 28 to 3. And Giselle said that 2016 is going to be your year. And that's when they came back and won. I said, babe, I'm asking, do we have a chance? She said, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work and you're going to have to listen to me. So, man, I listened to her. And that was enough. And now, these years later, there is this pervasive conspiracy theory. Can a conspiracy theory be pervasive? Am I right about that? Mm. I don't know. Uh, but Pervasive theory, maybe, just to be said. I, I think it's semantics at this point. Okay, so there's a lot of people, some of them, wait for it, on TikTok, who say... That Giselle is a witch, and now that he has left, because Giselle said that he wanted, she wanted Tom to stop playing football and to spend more time with the family, and he did it briefly. The retirement lasted a couple of months, said he still belonged on the field, and people were saying he's in trouble, and this was before the divorce. So, look, Tom has had a bumpy year. Some people think Tom is still going to step up here, Okay. So, game on. I like this idea that Giselle, who is exotic because she's what? Brazilian? (laughs) That makes her exotic and potentially Brazilian? Texture says, do you think Giselle is too old to marry Justin Fields? No, I don't think so. That's a great question. How old is she? She's not that old. She can't be that old. That'd be 40-something. Another texture. No, dude. She's this 42. Is 42. Oh, uh, totally in range. Justin she's, is, she's 20 years older than him. Not a big deal. Twice his age. Whatever. What's Justin? 23? I think he's 23. He's 23. Just 18 years is nothing. <laughs> texture says, and then she makes him tongue kiss his son like a weirdo. He doesn't tongue kiss his son. He kisses him on the lips. And I don't think that's weird. For a father to kiss his son on the lips, I don't think is weird. And don't you have like ants you do that with? You know, like it's. Yeah, so but it's it a happens. father. It's a father. It's it's a, it's no. A, I'm just saying, like family members doing yes. that. You know, it's not. Yes, yeah. I don't think it's weird. So I I resent that part of it.
But this, this, this witch action, yes. Yeah, so just be watching tonight. If anything goes weird, think of Giselle and the drops that she makes him take, <laughs> the mantras that she makes him say. I'm willing to buy into this theory. Of course I really not. am. Right? It's fun. I like it. Well, it. We don't have any evidence to suggest it's it's not true. Is the thing we can't prove it untrue. Um, seriously though, Dallas, even though they're at Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay won their division, Dallas is the better team. They are the better team. They should win this game tonight. I don't know if they will, but I'm glad we get one more game for what has been a spectacular NFL Super Wild Card weekend. I guarantee you that my friend Joe Buck is going to enjoy the game more than Al Michaels enjoyed his game on Saturday (laughs) night. I guarantee you. The thing is, the Cowboys just play to their competition. That's what they've done historically this year. And the Bucks have never been healthier than they are right now this season. God, I want it to blow up so Brady leaves and goes like to Vegas to play with Josh McDaniels, um, and then the Bucks realize that they need to trade Mike Evans, and then Mike Evans becomes a bear for like a third-round draft pick. That's what I want to happen. And if you think that's too low of a draft pick, remember that was Brandon Marshall went, what, for two fives? Basically in his prime, went for two fives. The veteran wide receivers making a lot of money do not go for a very high draft pick. It's not like trading AJ Brown and then in his you know early active prime. It looks like the Brandon Marshall trade to the Bears was for a single fifth. It was for a single fifth, and then he got dealt again after that. So yeah, a fifth round draft pick for Brandon Marshall, who was of course a mercurial personality. No, excuse me. It's when the Bears traded him. I was wrong. Okay, he came to the Bears for a third round. For a pick. third. That's right. Okay, so that's a two third. thirds. Two thirds. All right, two thirds. Uh, and so a third one year and a third next year for yes. Mike Evans, for for a true number one, only guy in the history of the NFL to have a thousand yards in his first nine seasons. Mike Evans, yes, I want Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins. I want a veteran wide receiver that all you have to do is trade draft capital for, and you can just absorb the money because of so much of your. Your, your your cap space. And by draft capital, I mean low draft capital. Veteran wide receivers don't cost a lot in terms of draft capital. It's 670 the score. It's Spiegel Solo on Parkins and Spiegel. I answer your questions next on One Last Thing right here on the score. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. We'd like to end the show with your questions. You text them in. Tonight, Studs. Adam Studzinski reads them, and I'm at Spiegel Answering. Studs, what do we got? All right. We got some good ones this late afternoon, early evening. So let's start here. From the 773, what is each of your most regular passive-aggressive behavior at work? Um, my regular passive-aggressive behavior... Um, I'd say is taking shots where I'm kidding on the square with people when it's about stuff that I haven't brought up in a direct and confrontational, positive manner, if you know what I mean. You got one? Hmm. 
Or does he want to know what Danny's is? I, I no, I, I guess he was asking yeah. about me, but that, that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I just I kind of I, I think mine would be razzing guys when they take days off, like Speaks and or sorry, not Speaks. Shane and Tanny when they yeah. both are off and I have to fill in. Yeah. I don't really mind, but I like to just put out there like, hey, yeah, off again, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, exactly. Not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> From the 779, which Tom Thayer do you think is better or more impressive? Bears Tom Thayer or Kiss Tom Thayer? Come on. Um, Kiss's Tommy Thayer was not even the original Kiss guitarist. I'm more of an Ace Freely guy than I am a Tommy Thayer guy. So, yeah, Bears Tom Thayer for the win. How do you not say Bears Tom Thayer? You have to. In the, in this city? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to. Another 7731 on the metal stand of mob members. Speegs missed the most today. Who gets gold, silver, and bronze? Uh, uh, mob members? Oh, of the three that I missed the most today? Well, so mob members, you guys count Grody as part of the mob, right? Yeah. And, you know, and you got uh, Charlotte um, J. Yes. And no, Connor n- and Kev- Kevin. No offense to you, studs, and please don't take it as an offense, but I miss Tanny the most because I, part of that is just personal. I just, I just love Tanny. No, I get it. Uh, I'm going to say. He's I, better than me too. It's okay to say. Okay. It. I'm going to say I missed Shane second most because I think Shane has a crazy energy that I have come to really enjoy and Danny gets the bronze. Okay. All right. Save this audio and send it to them. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a good one, too. 815, since it's the anniversary and we have the, the show with Grody coming up overnight, your favorite less moment. Oh, God, there's so many. Um, there's Well, two things. One, uh, I was a guest with him after the Boers and Bernstein, whatever it was, their 10-year anniversary, maybe. And Les was broadcasting from Real Time Sports, doing overnights there. And I went over and joined him. And I remember most of it. So that's good. Um, But Les, I I, I will credit Dave Miska because I always think about this. And Les was at a remarkable and unique personality. Dave Miska said that he had been having the same conversation with Les Scrobstein for 20 years. Just every time he saw him, Les picked up exactly where you had left off. And I thought that was the best description ever of a, a relationship. I, I've heard that. I've heard less. that. Before. It's good, yeah, right? That's, it's so it's good. Perfect. It's so good. So mine real quick. Uh, it was when, when Danny hosted overnight for him, when he lost that, the, it was the, the season long NFL thing that him and Mac and, and that the show at that time had, yeah. Danny lost, had to host overnight with Les and do the full, like all three shows basically. Mm-hmm. And early in the show, Danny asked him something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And Les answered a completely different question. And it prompted Danny to go to say this. <laughs> okay. That, that wasn't what I asked. Because Les just, Les, I don't know if he just didn't listen to Danny's question uh-huh. or what, but he heard the question, answered a completely different question. And then it just, it was, it was hilarious. Okay. I couldn't stop laughing. That's excellent. All right, we got time for one or two more, probably, quickies. Yeah, let's do a couple. All right, boxers or briefs? That's from the 630. Boxers or briefs? Here you go. Ready? Yes. Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. True story. Combo platter. All right. Thanks more for asking. I'm a boxers asking. guy myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, I think that's pretty much all we got today. Um, how about this one? Speaks, I didn't tune in. Maybe you mentioned already thoughts on the passing of top three guitarist Jeff Beck. Um, Jeff Beck, brilliant innovator uh truth be told his stuff with the yardbirds 
is like I, I I could listen to that a lot and value that a lot and his early earlier early stuff around the same time with his band and and with Rod Stewart where he was creating new sounds and new textures within the rock and roll landscape. Later on, the solo stuff, and I know it's sacrilege, but it's just the truth. Even Blow by Blow and Wired, which I revisited this week just to make sure, didn't speak to me as much. Um, But obviously, a brilliant, brilliant innovator and guitarist that I love and respect. uh, Respect him and respected him just dramatically. So, um, I will say, best Jeff Beck solo? Maybe on Stevie Wonder's Looking for Another Pure Love beautiful beautiful solo on an absolutely gorgeous stevie tune and he and stevie were very close stevie wrote a couple things for him but that's neither here nor there want to thank our guests on the show today sahad of sharma from the athletic mark willard from our odyssey sister station in san francisco 95.7 paul charchian our friend from minnesota and the great will purdue thank you to adam sudzinski for doing a great job today tomorrow it's true we do exist together. Parkin, Spiegel, Tannehill, Reardon, Parkin and Spiegel in full back tomorrow. Uh, don't forget that tonight at midnight, Mark Grody, Mark Grody with a special Les Grobstein Memorial Show one year since his passing. So we'll be listening to that. And tomorrow at noon, Kevin Warren press conference live right here on The Score. Cowboys and Bucks begins at 630 right here on The Score. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matt Spiegel. See you later. That's it. You people have stood in my way long enough. I'm going to clown college. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 